Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, uh, increasingly, the outside spaces in towns and cities across Ireland are being adorned by murals, but they don't just randomly appear. There is a process where permission is granted which can lead to the occasional row. A group called Subset are currently protesting uh, a system they say is overly bureaucratic in Dublin by producing purple-coloured murals. Ray Yates is City Arts Officer with Dublin City Council. Afternoon, Ray. How you doing? Uh, so any mural that, that, that you know, you would see around Dublin, uh, is there only one route to get that on the wall or, or, or are there different routes? Well, I suppose there are different routes. I mean, I, I think people paint things without asking any permission. So I suppose that's a route. I don't know if I could approve of it. But, yeah, but, um, but that's just like, that's like technically vandalism. So that, <laughs> Well, you know, um, I suppose that, that's, that's a route people take. Um, but... Under the planning acts in, in the legislation, and I'm not a planner, I, I'm, I'm an arts officer, but it's part of legislation that people have to have permission. They have to have permission of the owner. They have to have, you know, no objections within the neighbourhood. Uh, and it has to pass, you know, a kind of quality test. And obviously, if you're going to paint something and you're going to erect scaffolding or maybe do a partial closure of the street, you're going to have to have a safety statement of some kind. It's just mm. common sense. Right. So, so, so w- w- would it be more uh, the case that, that an artist would, appre- uh, would approach Dublin City Council and say, I'd like to put a mural in, in X location? Yeah, you see, you do, you will in the council, particularly the arts office, you'll get different kinds of inquiries. It could be somebody who's very skilled in the whole area. There are international, there are artists of international reputation you know, like asbestos. So when they approach, they're going to have all of their ducks in a row, usually. They're not going to say, here's my safety statement, here's my site, I've spoken to the owner, I have the permission. Do you know, the, the, that cohort of, of artists are very skilled and they're doing it internationally. Mm-hmm. Then, then there are people who might arrive and say, I'm thinking of doing something, I don't even know where, you know, and I'd like to, and that's a different, that's more of a developmental inquiry and you're doing your best to help that person and that person could get frustrated when they realize just all exactly what they have to do and then uh, it could be a company that approaches i mean somebody once approached and said we're a tea company and we want to do you know a set of panels about tea and put these artists but that's advertisement so mm. we don't support that because we the whole city could be turned into that and must yeah. be careful but yeah. if, if say this theoretical tea company owns the building can't they stick whatever yeah. they want on the outside of their building no, it is a material change according to the Planning Act. It's like oh. you were building an extension or something, you know, so you have to go through the process. Right, okay. And uh, going back to, I suppose it doesn't matter in which way the artist came, but what you were talking about is that getting, you know, the community investment in it, in, 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 yeah. I suppose. In, in a, yeah. What is that process? Does that mean essentially everybody has to like the picture? No, I, 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 th- I think that um, usually people will consult. Like if, if it's a building owner, they'll talk to their neighbours, they'll talk to community representatives. They may in fact involve them in some way. Uh, recently we were involved in a mural around climate change and the artist went, and it was on a public housing building, quite a tall one, and the artist went and knocked on every door, you know what I mean? Mm. And depicted, you know, children from the area in the painting with their permission and their parents' permission. So, you know, that, that worked out really well. So the, a building owner has to be aware of that because if we get any objections to it, we have to investigate them. We can't ignore them and we have to listen to them. And sometimes just as an ordinary planning, if you want to call it that around, 
you know, any kind of development, if people object, their objections have to be heard and the, the process can slow down a bit. Yeah, and, and that's prior, I assume, to the mural being produced. Yeah, certainly we will ask that question, you know what I mean? And they will have to show some evidence that they have support and then they're not facing um, real objections. There are two processes, really. There's ordinary planning, which, you know, people are used to, and is, you know, six weeks or eight weeks of a process. And then we have a partnership where we work with the person and try to, you know, we would use our area offices to see is there local community support. The arts office provides advice on the quality of it. You know, people in health and safety will help out on the safety statements. So we work alongside the artist or the community group that wants to do the, the mural. Mm. Is there, are there rules about what kind of content could be there? Uh, um, and I'm about doing it. Obviously, there'd be you know something as pornographic or highly violent would sure. uh, would obviously not be. Sure. Except, but if it had a very heavily political message, say for instance, yeah. Well, I think the general public would want its local government to be careful about what it is that they're allowing to be put up on walls that the public can see. So, for example, a kind of black and white one was during the marriage referendum or during the abortion referendum. Mm. We had to be very careful about what people wanted to paint and put up, no matter what side of it they came on. And we had to be even-handed about that. So there were murals put up without permission and we had to ask for them to be painted over because they're, they would be seen to influence the referendum. Yes, indeed. Does, does it ever happen that, some, that, that a mural is produced without permission, but somehow it's allowed to remain there because, say, the community all kind of uh, uh, voiced their approval for it? Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't like to to say, to encourage people to do <laughs> no, that. I didn't think you, know, you would. <laughs> because, yeah, but um, I think, you know, the city does use its discretion, like like any government employee, as to something that might be good and would like to stay there. But we, we're, we're certainly not encouraging that because usually people think, oh, it's going to be great. It'll be great. We're going to do it anyway. And it's exactly the one you don't want to see going up. Yeah. The... the... The, the people who produce the murals, do they, do they make a living from this or how does that work exactly? There, there are different kinds of street artists, you know, from the enthusiast through to the, to the, you know, the great professional. I mean, if you look at a great artist like Asbestos, who did the piece um, on Almond Key there, along with a, a, a developing artist called Nito, a Brazilian, he would be hugely um, sought after and also would do various exhibitions both outside and inside. So sometimes, you know, visual artists who work a lot in galleries will take to street art. But there are some amazing street artists. And I was brought on a great tour there recently um, by by a street art curator who showed me, you know, all the different kinds of street art. And I met, you know, people who were actually working on street art at the time. But, but you know, there's no issue there around permissions. It's just obviously in the job sometimes you're going to be unpopular. Mm. Right? And you're going to say, look, we think you should think again about this or we don't, the documentation isn't right or whatever. And you, you start to be accused then of obstructing it in some way. Yeah, but, but say the likes of, of Asbestos, uh, mm. has some, would somebody have commissioned them to do a particular piece? Or, or Yeah, we, we've actually commissioned ourselves uh, in a, a thing called Paint the Town. Sometimes we'll go after hoardings because hoardings around buildings don't require planning permission because they're not mm. actually permanent walls. So if you look at the Ormond Key site, um, there the old Ormond Hotel, Asbestos, and a, a Brazilian um, artist called Nito worked together on that hoarding. It's, it's a beautiful piece. And then there's the Urban Foxes piece, um, 
which uh, was is there on Dorset Street. We also commissioned that. That's Shane Sutton. So we do proactively want to do things, but it's a it's a very challenging area to find the right wall, which isn't a heritage building. A lot of people say, "Oh, that that just looks like a nice wall," but actually, it's a 17th century wall. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know, you, you don't want to paint on red brick. That's most artists won't do that, but sometimes people think they can do that. And you know, the whole idea of permissions is a little bit counterintuitive for street artists who are quite, you know, disruptive and want to be disruptive and it's part of their art to be disruptive. So you have a clash of cultures sometimes between those that are bureaucrats, no matter how positive they might be, and those who are who want free expression. Yeah, from from what you're saying then, maybe there's, there's not as many locations as one might assume, even in a, a city the size of Dublin. Yeah, it's rather like artist workspaces, which is an area we work a lot in. We know there's, there's about 1,500 needed in the city, and people walk past empty buildings and say, why can't you put artists in there? And mm. you say, well, we don't own that building. And the owner is, you know, it might take him a year or two, but he doesn't want anybody in there, or she doesn't want anyone in there temporarily, you know, because once you get in there, it might be hard to, to, to ask you to leave. And so there are a lot of aspirations around the area of the arts, which I and activism, which I very much support, but I I have to get into the place of policy or the law, and then actually making it happen, which is very different. Yeah, uh, one to, uh, one of our listeners wants to know who's painting the electrical boxes around Dublin. Some of them are very good. Are they part yeah. of this planning process he talks about? Uh, no, there wouldn't be planning needed for um, a signal box, but that's actually run by the planning department by great official Siobhan Mar in public in the public realm and there's a company called Dublin Canvas who were procured to do it and they work with communities and artists and put together you know various proposals and off the go and paint right so I, I, we, normally in the in, in the space of a calendar year are you getting more applications than you can deal with for this kind of thing yeah we're, we're certainly getting a lot and there's an awful lot that's flying under the radar that's doing very well that's going up on walls and no issue about it we hear about the ones where maybe it isn't now, I don't think everyone's checking the facts on all sides to make sure that, you know, it wasn't an advertisement or there wasn't an attempt to get around things by, by painting and then expecting us to do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I've seen street art, which was beautiful, but in the corner was the name of a company. Yeah. Ray, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was uh, Ray Yates there, City Arts Officer with Dublin City Council. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.